a stranger with a gun came upon two teens taking pictures under a rising full moon. But violence is only the beginning of this story. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are. And this is a big one. I'm Amy Donaldson, and I've spent my career talking about how lives are undone by violence. The Letter is a podcast about how lives are remade. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry. You know I'm a nerd about, like, history stuff. I'm sure I bore you with the rabbit holes down which I pull you from time to time. Well, I have been following the news as of late regarding the presidential pardon. This is the season of the pardon, as it were, and there already have been uh, at least rumblings of some possible additional pardons to be handed out by President Trump as he uh, winds his way towards the end of his presidency. We know that he very recently uh, issued a pardon for uh, for General Flynn, uh, an advisor, and I would not be surprised uh, if there were to be more to come. The most recent rumors, uh, rumors, and I wish it were more than that, the most recent uh, speculation is that some blanket pardons may be on tap for his adult children and also Rudy Giuliani. Now, if I'm honest, I have been aware of pardons forever. I know that uh, Gerald Ford granted a pardon of Richard Nixon, but understanding the nature of the the blanket pardon was something that I'd never really dug into. And so hearing about the possibility of a blanket or broad pardon uh, for President Trump's children and Rudy Giuliani, I thought, well, what does that mean exactly? What does that, how does that work? The authority given a president here in the United States is fairly broad when it comes to offering pardons. Now, of course, uh, you have to understand that the pardons must be in relation to federal crimes, right? The president does not have the authority to pardon someone for a state crime committed. Uh, anyway, so how does it work? What is the language used? And the the best example I can find uh, dates back uh, all the way to the days of Gerald Ford when he issued uh, a pardon, a general and absolute pardon to Richard Nixon. Let me read to you uh, the, the therefore portion of the proclamation. It reads, uh, Now, therefore, I, Gerald R. Ford, President of the United States, pursuant to the pardon power conferred upon me by Article 2, Section 2 of the Constitution, have granted and by these presents do grant a full free and absolute pardon unto Richard Nixon for all offenses against the United States, which he, Richard Nixon, has committed or may have committed or taken part in during the period from January 20th, 1969 through August 9th, 1974. Can you believe that? In witness whereof I hear, I have hereunto set my hand this eighth day of September, in the year of our Lord, 1974, and of the independence of the United States of America, 199th, signed Gerald Ford. That's the language. That's how it goes. A full, free, and absolute pardon for all offenses against the United States, uh, which the, <laughs> the named has committed or may have committed or taken part in during the period from January 20th, 1969, through August 9th, 1974. 
Now, what does it mean? So let's fast forward now to today. What does it mean should the president hand a pardon down to Rudy Giuliani? The man right now acting as the personal attorney to the president, he is the the face and voice of these efforts around the country to uh, file suit and try to expose fraud as claimed with little evidence presented, but fraud claimed uh, in the presidential election. If, say, Rudy Giuliani or any of the president's adult children were to accept a pardon, what does that say about them? Does it say anything? Do we presume guilt if a pardon is handed down? And what does that do for them going forward in terms of their uh, credibility or marketability or viability as a candidate? We hear rumors of, uh, say, people like Ivanka Trump possibly wanting to get into elected office herself, maybe as a member of Congress. Who knows? And of Eric and Don Jr., what of them? Is having been pardoned a stain? Or is it fatherly protection? Is it an effort to, in a circumstance in which the names of his children may be tarnished unduly? Does it spare them investigations? I don't know. What do you think? 57500 is the Utah Community Credit Union text line. Of all of the, the names that have been floated as potential recipients of presidential pardons, Right now, namely uh, Giuliani and the president's three adult children. Would that be appropriate? Do you think he should? And how about beyond them? Are there individuals you think may deserve uh, a pardon? Or should we set this all aside and wait till Inauguration Day so we can move on? What do you think? 57500 is the Utah Community Credit Union text line. We're going to take a break in a few minutes, but uh, uh, I just want to point out some interesting uh, live mic trivia. <laughs> some live mic trivia. Uh, let me ask you this. What president pardoned the most people? What president uh, pardoned the most people? Uh, the answer, I'll tell you what, why don't you send me a text message? 57500. That's the Utah Community Credit Union text line. Uh, let me g- give you this plea as well before we go to break. I'm going to give you the answer in a second. What president pardoned the most people? I want to give you a moment, though, to send in your text. While I have you here, while we're waiting, uh, would you download the KSL News Radio app? The, the reason I ask, the reason I ask is you can, on the KSL News Radio app, powered by Any Hour Services, go back and listen to past segments. Uh, today, we had a fascinating conversation about uh, the Republican Party in 2024. There was uh, a good deal of input from you, the listener. The text messages came in. Uh, we walked through some polling data. It's fascinating stuff, and I'd like you to go back and listen to it if you missed it earlier. So uh, KSL News Radio app, you download that wherever uh, wherever you get your apps, on the iPhone or the Android, wherever be your device, and uh, ha- have a look at that. I think you'll be pleased with what we have there uh, for you. Plenty of good information and access to past segments here of this program live mic. So the question again, live mic trivia. I've uh, I've got a few texts coming in. No one's quite gotten it yet, though. Uh, Live mic trivia. What president pardoned the most people? The answer before we go to break here is Jimmy Carter. Jimmy Carter pardoned over 200,000 individuals. Who were those individuals? Draft Dodgers in 1977. Jimmy Carter, over 200,000 pardons. Vietnam War draft Dodgers in 1977. I want to get into more past pardons 
Next on Live Mike, also looking for your comments at 57500, the Utah Community Credit Union text line, the history of presidential pardons. Coming up next on Live Mike, I'm Lee Lonsberry, and this is KSL News Radio. I owe some congratulations to a texter. Yeah. So there was a little bit of live mic trivia I threw out there before the break. We've been speaking about presidential pardons. I find myself uh, often falling down these historic rabbit holes, and since I've got a radio program, I end up dragging you down there with me. And so that's where we're going to spend the next few minutes. And while I was learning and looking back on the history of presidential pardons or executive clemency, uh, as it is more broadly referred to, uh, I threw out the question, which president has pardoned the most people? Now, I was very careful with the language there. Which president pardoned the most people? The answer to that question is Jimmy Carter. While pardoning over 200,000 Vietnam War draft dodgers in 1977. Now, here is why I owe a texter a hearty congratulations. Now, no one texted in. No one texted in and said Jimmy Carter. Uh, But this texter here, last four digits, 5824, writes, If you take out actions of mass clemency by executive order, like Carter's and Ford's, then FDR leads the pack in granting pardons. That is exactly right. Franklin D. Roosevelt uh, issued 2,819 specific pardons for individuals, not a broad sweeping pardon of individuals who fit within a category uh, like was the case for Jimmy Carter. So good for you. I don't have any prizes to give away, uh, but just take my congratulations, (laughs) if nothing else. Uh, So very, very good. Now, let's continue down this rabbit hole. Uh, Before we get there, though, there is Another text I want to share with you. I threw the question out earlier in the program today about uh, President Trump and some of the rumors swirling around this question of presidential pardons. And that being that maybe Rudy Giuliani might find himself on the receiving end of a pardon Uh, and more close to the president, uh, more closely related to the president, I should say, his own three adult children. Now, I wonder uh, if granting a pardon to, uh, you know, a broad sweeping pardon in the vein of the pardon handed down to Richard Nixon by Gerald Ford, uh, you know, a broad sweeping uh, pardon for any offenses against the United States between this date and that date, if President Trump should give that to his children, does that damage them more than help them? Does that uh, put a stain on their own personal reputations, uh, which would set them back in maybe some of their uh, own personal aspirations in business or in politics or otherwise? Or does the value, does the protection it gives them, you know, presuming that they're presuming that they're not, you know, actually guilty of anything, <laughs> right? Uh, does the level of protection it gives them from say, prosecution by uh, the subsequent administration. Is there value there? The texter writes in, considering that some Democrats in Congress reportedly want to form a list of all citizens who voted for Trump, uh, I'll have to fact check that one, it does seem more like a wise move to protect his children because they are even more closely associated with him and could be slandered or harassed more severely. Another texter writes in similar attitude with people like AOC calling for a list of names of Trump supporters and uh, and others sycophants. I think a pardon for his support group is warranted. I don't know about I don't know if it can go that broad, but uh, uh, granting a pardon uh, for his children in the face of some calling for uh, prosecution and investigation in the future, I could be swayed by that argument. 
I could be swayed. Uh, unfortunately, though, I think that in so doing, you in fact do uh, probably sabotage the future of uh, their you know, political or maybe even business and social uh, aspirations. Who knows? Uh, all right, let's go back to history now. Let's have a look. Uh, let's start with President Trump. Uh, just uh, I want to highlight some of the names that have been uh, some of the individuals who have been pardoned or had their sentences commuted or rescinded uh, the conviction of by uh, President Trump via uh, what they call executive clemency. Executive clemency is the umbrella term that includes pardons and commutation of sentences. Uh, Joe Arpaio. Remember uh, Joe Arpaio, sheriff of Maricopa County, uh, Arizona, at once convicted of uh, contempt of court. He refused to end the practice of immigrant roundups and was awaiting sentence. During that time, uh, he was pardoned by President Trump in August of 2017. Another another name you might recognize, uh, Scooter Libby former chief of staff to the vice president of the United States. He was convicted of perjury and obstruction of justice uh, in connection with uh, a leak scandal. And he was sentenced and had his uh, that sentence commuted to time served by then President George W. Bush. That was way back in 2007. Now, commutation and pardon. Remember, that's two different things under the umbrella of executive clemency. President Trump took it a step further and in April of 2018 uh, pardoned Scooter, Scooter Libby. Uh, another uh, name, Dinesh D'Souza, you, you likely recognize that name, received a pardon from the president. Rod Blagojevich, here's one that, uh, the, the rest, okay, yeah. Uh, Rod Blagojevich, though, uh, he received uh, a pardon, or I'm sorry, he had his sentence commuted to time served in February of this year. He had been sentenced to a 14-year uh, prison term after being convicted for soliciting bribes, extortion, and wire fraud. That dating back to uh, 2011, President Trump uh, commuting that sentence. Here's an interesting one. Uh, you, you know about Roger Stone. You know about Michael Flynn. Uh, one you may not have remembered was that President Trump, one thing I'll, I'll point out here is you can you can issue, as the president, you can issue posthumous pardons. Well, he did so in the case of Susan B. Anthony. Susan B. Anthony. In 1872, she was convicted of wrongfully voting or fraudulently voting uh, and you know, was convicted of that. She was pardoned of that crime uh, on August 18th, 2020, the 100th anniversary of the ratification of the 19th Amendment to the Constitution of the United States, uh, again receiving a, a pardon, from a posthumous pardon from... Uh, President Trump. All right, let's go back uh, to President Barack Obama. During his time, he uh, issued forth 1,927 orders of executive clemency. So those are actions uh, like the pardon or the commutation of a sentence or rescinding the conviction. It's it's subtly different, but it's it's uh, one of the three things the president's able to do. You pardon, you commute a sentence, or you rescind a conviction. Barack Obama did that with 1,927 people, Uh, some noteworthy names there, James Cartwright, Dwight Loving, uh, and Chelsea Manning, if you remember, Army whistleblower, convicted by court-martial in July of 2013 and sentenced to 35 years in prison and uh, just four years into that after conviction uh, by President Obama, Chelsea Manning had her sentence uh, commuted again January of 2017. Uh, going back even further, let's see George W. Bush. Uh, I already mentioned the 
the the commutation of the sentence handed down to Scooter Libby, uh, a few others there, Charles Winters, who was a uh, uh, that was another posthumous pardon. He was uh, he smuggled three B seventeen Flying Fortresses uh, to Israel in the late nineteen forties. Uh, served eighteen months in prison, died in eighty four. Uh, he was pardoned posthumously. Uh, all right, back uh, even further to Bill Clinton. Let's see what are some of the names that jumped out. Oh, this is one that has always uh, that has always uh, intrigued me. Roger Clinton Jr. Bill Clinton, while president, uh, pardoned pardoned Roger Clinton Jr. His brother. That's after serving a year in federal prison for cocaine possession. Pardon his brother. Interesting move there. Uh, Patty Hearst. Remember Patty Hearst? Uh, CNN did a, a biography on her. Pretty interesting. But uh, if you remember back to the uh, late 70s, before I was born, I'll admit, I've only ever uh, read about this. But uh, Patty Hearst convicted of bank robbery uh, after being kidnapped and brainwashed. Uh, Jimmy Carter uh, first released her from prison, and then uh, she received a full pardon by President Clinton in 2000. One. Uh, let's see. What are some other interesting ones from the Bill Clinton era? Uh, Rick Hendrick, NASCAR team owner and champion. He was convicted of mail fraud in 97, but then pardoned by uh, Bill Clinton. Uh, George H.W. Bush uh, pardoned a handful of individuals in connection with the Iran-Cantra affair. Elliot Abrams, uh, Dwayne Claridge, uh, Claire George, Alan Fires, and a few others. Interesting stuff there. Back even further to... Ronald Reagan. Here's an interesting one. George Steinbrenner. George Steinbrenner, who was convicted of illegal Nixon campaign contributions and obstruction of justice in 1974 uh, by Ronald Reagan, received a pardon in January of 89. Fascinating. Uh, And that's as far down the rabbit hole as we can go here today. I'd invite you to check this out. There's fascinating stories uh, in just the long list of those to receive presidential pardons. Interesting stuff. We're going to take a quick break here. When we return, I want to share with you something that former President Barack Obama said uh, about the squad and specifically a phrase they used over the summer, that phrase defund the police. What's Obama have to say about that? I'll share it with you next on Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry, and this is KSL News Radio. A stranger with a gun came upon two teens taking pictures under a rising full moon. But violence is only the beginning of this story. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. I'm Amy Donaldson, and I've spent my career talking about how lives are undone by violence. The Letter is a podcast about how lives are remade. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts.